0: Two. The tip of the tongue, the teeth, the lips. Todd, today we're talking about plosives. You know what plosives are, right?
1: <laughs> Very popular for beatboxers.
0: That's right. We're gonna deal with all of that and more today, right here, right now on the PodMax Podcast. Welcome to the PodMax Podcast.
1: Oh, there's that beautiful face. This one? Thank you. (laughs) You're
0: you're too kind. So obviously I'm using this uh, windscreen, but before we get too far into it, welcome to the PodMax podcast, I'd like to say spring break edition, right? Why not? Okay, all
1: right. Yeah, party time today then. You feel it. I do, I do.
0: And and who better than to welcome the spring breaker himself? It's you, Todd Genatasia. (laughs) You're not Eric Cabral, our usual Things are different today. Right, I'm on you, the road.
1: A yeah, whole you have a party. whole different background going on. Eric's not here. He's partying out. Who knows where?
0: And <laughs> we're just going to we're going to do our things. So thank you, Todd, for filling in on this episode. Uh, uh, for here. those for those new listeners, you know this show is all about helping you make the necessary uh, changes, adjustments, and improvements to your podcast hosting career, and certainly on the other side of the mic, the podcast guesting career. You've done a little bit of both, Todd, right?
1: That's right. I'm doing a little of both today. We're starting off our 11 o'clock show here, where I'm uh, kind of a guest here, guest hosting, right? And then uh, we'll switch over at noon, over to my show, the On Air Brand Show, where I will be hosting and you will be my guest.
0: That's right. So I'm on the road, and we're going to talk about this specifically in segment three with Have You Ever, but- I got a new mic mm-hmm. and it came with this thing that I can't do anything about. It also came with this. Should I should I choose to use it, which yep. which I I am not choosing to use it. And we had a conversation. And for the audio
1: <laughs> listeners, the pop oh, yeah. he's Thanks. referring to the pop filter on the mic, um, and then the windscreen, the you know, the nice little cozy thing that that sits uh sock like on top of the microphone. Right. Todd's just going to uh, relay all of my actions during the show. Josh is on the court. I'm calling the the play-by-play here for everybody.
0: (laughs) Are you Tony Romo?
1: Oh no 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 no! no I'm Phil not. Sims. Give me the Phil Sims. I'll take that.
0: <laughs> Fair enough. So we were having a conversation of whether or not I should use this. I wasn't particularly interested in using it. And yeah. um, Tom, Todd- yeah,
1: you're, you're weaving, wiggling it back and forth right now. And on, I have to be honest; I hear no discernible difference whatsoever.
0: So I'd love the listening audience uh, to to maybe keep score. Uh, mm-hmm. If you hear a plosive that is just offensive. Really. Uh <laughs> let us know and uh, and then I will stand corrected. But but today today we're going bare, right? There's th- there's gonna be no windscreen at all.
1: Going raw raw into the mic here.
0: All right. Well, with that, let's segue into our first segment. It is Pro in the No. Pro in the No. So here we are. There's an interesting stat. Why don't you uh, get us up to speed, Todd? What's there? So we here? go. I
1: got I got a lot of tabs and and podcast stats open, but we have just reached. Is it uh, two million podcasts have been published? Is that that's that's the stat we're talking about here? Two million shows, right. yeah. and of those two million, there's about uh, just about forty percent active, meaning one show has been published in the last ninety days. Now, mm-hmm. for some people. They're going to think, oh my God, there's 2 million podcasts or there's, I can't do the math, it's 400,000, 600,000 active podcasts. That's saturated. I shouldn't get started. Or there's other people. Let's take a look. YouTube has like over 30 million channels. And so comparatively speaking, 2 million feels great as part of the podcast community. Like we're growing. This is amazing. It's a legit space. And we have the, you know, we're building up that size, and 2 million is a lot of podcasts. But then on the other side, it is still relatively emerging, and there is tons of opportunity if you want to have a show for yourself or for your business, right?
0: Yeah. So when we're talking about 2 million podcasts, we're not talking about individual episodes. I mean, that's, you know, many, many more. We're talking about, shows, uh, which are, um, in, in Apple podcasts, which of course is the standard. And yes, when you really look at it, less than 600,000 active, I mean, that is so minuscule, but then also really does it matter. I want to, I want to start a business. Am I going to look at what the small business association has in in terms of how many small businesses are active in the U S before I decide if I should start one? We don't even consider that. We're like, I want to start a business, Todd. I I don't ask how many friends do you have before I'm like, could we hang out? Could we be buddies? (laughs) Right? I'm like, hey, you know that
1: there's always room for a Josh Carey in this world, right? And so you know, make way, everybody. But you're right. I mean, no, no one's saying like, oh, there's too many plumbers out there. I'm not going to be a plumber, right? Like, or there's too many bands. We don't need more music, right? There's Mm -hmm. always, there's always a niche, and there's always also. The style and, you know, personality of, especially when we're talking about shows, right? That is a huge part of it. So, you know, there's there's going to be, always going to be listeners for whatever it is that you want to put out, as long as you're bringing value. That's how I look at it.
0: Do you think the people who might say, mm, I don't know, is it too saturated? Did I miss the boat? Is it too late? Do you think that there's a, a fear and they're looking for an excuse.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think uh, you know, most people are always looking for an excuse, right? They they're, they're oh, either looking we? for are. an ex- looking for an excuse because they want to take action or they're looking for an excuse because they don't want to, right? So I always uh, oftentimes I'll advise clients and even myself when I'm sitting down and I go uh, we're always kind of looking for confirmation bias in what we want to do, right? So if you're tr- if you know having a podcast is going to benefit your business, but you're deep down you, you're you nervous about it, you're going to look at 2 million podcasts and say, whoa, that is a lot. If you really want to start a podcast for your business and you know it'll be beneficial, you're going to look at 2 million and go, whoa, there's only 2 million? There's 31 million YouTube channels. There's way more opportunity in podcasts, right? So it's all relative and we all, we all have that confirmation bias when we look at numbers like that. But to your point, like it, whatever your business is, okay, there's 2 million podcasts, but are there, there's not 2 million podcasts about uh, the housing market in Bergen County, New Jersey, right? <laughs> right? So how many are there in the in the topic that you wanna discuss is where you wanna look and what, what's your unique voice? Like you're, everyone brings their own style and personality. And so, like I said, whatever kind of music you listen to, you don't only listen to one band. So I, I look at it, there's, there's opportunity if it, if you're looking for confirmation bias in whichever way, if you want to start or don't want to start, you're going to find it, but there is massive opportunity still.
0: I love that phrase and that whole psychology confirmation bias. Uh, and when I started my podcast back in 2018, not only did I not even think to say, well, should I, or shouldn't I I knew that I wanted to enter it first and foremost for myself. Mm -hmm. I I wasn't thinking, am I going to make money? What's it going to do? I was like, you know what? I'm feeling compelled to start a podcast. I'm pretty sure that if I do it right, I'll learn things along the way. It'll be beneficial. It'll improve my self-worth, my self-esteem, my confidence, which it has done 100 fold. And that's the win. And one could argue that once you begin there, then all the exterior and external stuff happen. then you might be able to figure out how to benefit from it monetarily or business or relationships or whatever your goal is.
1: Yeah. Having a podcast is an exercise. It's very, uh, very, aligned in parallel to being an entrepreneur it's it's an exercise in personal development ideation and communication skills and idea really, wow yeah you know like like we always talk about the idea of riffing and like oh I have a seed of an idea and a podcast is a great way to conversationally explore different ideas and topics and when you go through those exercises out loud or if you have guests or a co-host there's so much more that you get from that versus just like, it's in your head and you're just thinking about it, right? And, and there's so much, and you said something there that reminded me of an old Muhammad Ali quote, who knows if he's the one who really said this, but when it came to his working out, he said he didn't start counting until he started getting tired. Because until the point where he started to feel tired or sore, there was no growth. And that's oh. how you grow. Right. And so when you just said that about like, work it out, start doing it. And then you're at a point where you can think about the monetary benefits or, or other things like that. And I think that that really just triggered that same idea of like, get to w- get to work and do the work first, and then you will become ready by taking action. Like I, I love the, the quote, um, one of my buddies, Josh Corporal, who wrote, has a daily podcast, um, says uh, the work begets the work. Right. And so mm getting to work on a podcast will make your skills in podcasting better and i you know your communication skills your ideation skills your your articulation the way you your self confidence all the personal development stuff all those things are all immediate benefits of just doing the work and then audience will come more ideas will come monetary opportunities will come right like i i i love the saying like your vibe attracts your tribe right and love so that. doing you know putting your vibe out is going to, you know, just help the universe conspire towards whatever direction you want to point it in.
0: That's the only thing you need and should be doing out of the gate. Not focusing on monet monetization. Yep. How am I going to make money? Who's going to pay me for this? You have to. You have to start feel it out, figure it out. But then the question becomes: Well, if I'm not motivated by that, and that's not my end game. How do I show up every day or every week? My Mm -hmm. cousin is launching a podcast and I've been walking him through and of course being there for him, answering his questions and whatnot. And he's just starting to get to the point where he's recording and he's telling us the same thing we always hear. He's like, wow, I didn't realize how much work and how many moving parts there are to this thing. It's not just firing up a mic, but that's the trap. That's what gets 60% of those 2 million inactive. People saying, I want to do it because I want to be famous or I want to get a million bucks from it or I have something to say and people are going to love it. Okay, maybe over a long amount of time, but there's... There's a barrier.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, there, there's a there's an, another quote that I love that's uh, failure cannot cope with persistence. And I think that's no more true than in podcasting, right? Like mm. y- if you remain persistent and keep showing up, eventually you will be successful. But like you said, the 60% yeah. of people are churning out within 90 days and not publishing a second episode. And so when you can just have staying power, all of a sudden you're in the top half, of podcasters in the world, right? <laughs> like, you know, give yourself and that that's actually a fun exercise for anyone who wants to start is like give yourself a hundred days and you will be in the top half of podcasters in the world. That's an that's an achievement right there to be uh excited about.
0: Speaking of an achievement to be excited about, we're gonna segue right to our next segment. Build it. And they will come. Build it. So as we know, Todd, you are the host of the On Air Brands live show, which in the live world happens right on the back end of this very show. Last week after the show aired, you had sent Eric and I a screenshot of of an email you got. And I, I want you to talk to us about this.
1: Yeah, yeah. So basically the screenshot was love the episode today blew my mind now I know exactly the direction that I need to go in my my business and re- and want you to help me get there. you know let's let's set up another call and let's uh, talk about getting started, right? So the paradox of starting a podcast like we just said is that you have to be able to do it thinking about the micro and macro levels. And the truth is, all you need is one listener hmm. for you to make a difference in the world. But at the same time, you need to grow. And usually you don't have 100% impact on (laughs) what you're doing. And so you have to have this balance between, okay, every single number that I see in the downloads or view count is a human being that's listening to me. And at the same time, you have to know, oh, well, if I have two downloads a week, I shouldn't really be expecting to get a lot of business out of this, right? So like, this, this mental paradox of expectations that really is like, uh, can mess with your mind about how to take things on, but to know it only takes one listener and it only takes one episode to make a difference in your business and in their lives. And what we were talking about before we went on, Josh was you with your cousin, right? Similar story is that, what did he, what did he tell you that you were unaware of? where he's the, he's listening every week.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So um while while we're talking, he he made it a point to let me know. He says, "Hey, by the way, I tune into your live show every week and I love it." And yeah, I mean, I guess we know that there are some people listening to it <laughs> at least, but just to hear him say that really hits well. Because you realize that, like you said, Todd, there are human beings on the other side that are getting impacted, that look forward to it. 10 minutes before we went on the air here, I got an email from an industry colleague that just sort of came out of the blue. And he said, hey, I just listened to one of your PodMax podcast episodes. Really good stuff, man. So- It's just that when you start getting those little pieces of smoke, right, where there's smoke, there's fire and confirmation, you realize that there are people out there. Even if you're not really getting the engagement, you have to assume even by some numbers, whether it's one or two, 50 or 100 or 5,000, that people are out there. And they're looking forward to it and they're engaging with it personally and perhaps deeply. And you are making that difference.
1: Yeah. And that's, that's what I love about podcasting, particularly on the video side, because we're getting a video asset and the audio asset, but these are also things that don't just live one-to-one, right? Like you, I'm not going to meet with I mean, even if it were 10 people, 10 people, 100 people, 1,000 people, you can't meet with that many people every single week to provide an hour's worth of information. But having a show gives you this leveraged asset where you can communicate that same message that's going to add value and insights for these people to you know, a million people you could reach. And it, it's no more effort or energy on your part for that hour, 30 minutes, whatever, however long your episodes are to get the value out to the world that, you know, you just can't do otherwise.
0: Yeah. So this person who, who emailed you, was it a, was it sort of like a first for you in this regard? Have you gotten them either through this show or, or any of your prior shows where people are like giving you feedback like
1: that? I mean, you know, the, the big thing That The two quick wins for anyone starting a podcast besides the personal development stuff that we talked about. But if we want to talk about business quick wins, number one is that having a show gives you a platform to invite guests on that you normally couldn't get meetings with. So that's number one. That's how I used the last show that I had was business development and networking relationships. And then number two is having a platform for the audience to see you positioned as an expert right like we're sitting here you're sitting in the castle there with your microphone in front of you i have my you know i have my fancy whiteboard with all this brain stuff behind me and i have my microphone on screen we look like professional experts right we you know we're we're tricking people obviously but we look and sound professional when we do this and so when you use your your episodes as a way to educate people it, it positions you differently where I had a phone call with this person. It was a good, positive call. Uh, he was a little underqualified for the programs that we run. And, and that's what I told him. And he was a little undereducated in what we do. And so I said, you know, I just don't think that you're quite ready for what we do. And I, you know, I don't like to take money from people that we're not going to mm-hmm. be able to help right away. And instead of then having to have a, you know, one-on-one teaching this guy for free for six weeks and get him to a point where, his he would be able to receive value from us. He listened to the show every week and then became educated to the point where he felt empowered to make a proper confident decision and be able to receive the value that we're able to put out. And so the assets that we create with with having shows are just it's it's priceless and infinitely scalable to have an impact on people that otherwise we couldn't we couldn't serve on a one to one basis economically.
0: There's a couple of things there. One, I love the fact that when we're talking about a podcast show, the medium itself, there are so few rules and structural boundaries that you have to fit into in order to be classified as a podcast. Mm -hmm. There are so many unique angles to what a podcast is. You can just let your creativity and imagination run wild. It could be five minutes. It could be a minute. It could be two or three hours. Mm -hmm. It could be you. It can be you and six people. It can be you in an interview or a combination in the episode thereof. That's just, that that always gets me excited. Just knowing that let your creativity run wild. You don't have to be the next whoever. You don't have to do it like, in fact, you shouldn't. And the second thing you brought up is business development. Even, again, like we're talking about, oh, how do I get ads or how do I get money from my show? Well, for me, again, it was about building my own personal confidence, which came quickly, and then finding opportunities through the connections with the guests each and every week that I was having these 45, 50-minute incredible dialogues with. Any professional host knows that after the mic turns off, that's when real stuff gets done. That's where partnerships and lifelong friendships are created. So consider that. So go in with a different mindset and see what happens.
1: Couldn't have said it better myself.
0: All right. We're going to jump right into the next segment. It is, have you ever? Have you ever? Uh, I think this is Eric's favorite favorite segment only because of that little, little I was gonna segment. say that's
1: that's his voice for that's it that'll be a good trivia Ooh. we're releasing that you know he's not here that's his voice distorted a little bit because you know he doesn't want to have the hassle when he's out at the store if someone he you know oh my god that's the guy that does the drop in the in the pod Max show you know right huh little trivia for everybody who catches this episode where he's not here. That's his voice distorted a little bit. That is. So the
0: question today is, have you ever, in this segment, we deal with a specific question as a host or a guest and uh, speak it out from there. And you are living it. Yeah. You're living today's. I am living today's. It's, have you ever had to take your show on the road and record in a different location than usual? I certainly have, and I certainly am.
1: Yep, that's right. For everybody watching, you can see the castle setting that Josh is in here. A very glorious-looking room. Um, but, uh, you know, it's something for me, either there's the traveling, and then there's also in this world, you know, where people work in different places. And um, I didn't bring this up in the pre-show call, but I, in my last show for the year and year prior to the pandemic... I had an office that I went to a few days a week, but I also worked from home a couple of days a week. And based on when I was scheduling with guests, sometimes I'd be recording in my home office and sometimes I'd be recording at the, you know, at the real office. And so l- you want to give a little story about how you ended up with the wonderful mic in front of you with the pop filter that doesn't come uh come off. It does not come off, which
0: is as you see, I'm just getting it out of the screen because you remember the top of the show, right? Yeah uh, not using, how's the, how, how are the plosives all episode? We have a scoreboard I, going
1: personally. I have zero that have stood out to me in um, conversation. I, I haven't been counting, but nothing that I've thought, Oh my God, Josh, get, get it up there. Get the screen up there.
0: <laughs> yeah. We were, uh, it, it also comes with, with this one that I can put on and yep. I, I may, may, maybe I'll just do the show like this so it, <laughs> it's double. It, it's not quite there, but it's, it, it's here. So I'll just, okay. Um, Oh,
1: not, don't, don't do that. Don't, don't don't (laughs) smell the wind, don't, don't smell the windscreen.
0: Right. And, and, and don't get it into the salon. Okay. Uh, we, um, I traveled here. I'm at my parents in Florida and I didn't bring my mic. We can go all day. Why that was the case. (laughs) Um, but I didn't bring my mic and, uh, I, I was in a, a team meeting the other day and they're like, well, you need a mic for the show. I'm like, oh yeah, I, I guess I do. So on Monday, we're recording this on Wednesday. On Monday, I had that realization that, oh my goodness, I need a mic uh, for the show. What did I do? I went out to Amazon and I spent $35. This is a $35 mic.
1: And you sound and it was, great.
0: Do I now? And, and it was delivered in 24 hours. So- what, what's the point of this? Is there any excuse, Todd, not to get started? If Yeah.
1: I mean, we talk about it all the time where you really don't even need that much like that. You know, you could really get started with the headphones that come with your phone. Right. But if you really want to give yourself a mental hurdle, yeah. Okay. You got, you got a $35 budget for your microphone and you're good to go. Right. It, you don't need a huge setup. Like, you know, of course we have the studio in New Jersey uh which is awesome, but you don't need that level to get us to get a show started and to even sound very professional because you sound very professional today. Um and and there's a very low barrier to entry to getting started, which is also probably why there are so many podcasts emerging and why uh the percentage of actives is a little low, because it is a low barrier to get started. Thirty five dollars for your microphone setup. We do our streaming via StreamYard. You could also do it on Zoom or Skype. Like these are things where as long as you have a laptop, you're good to go. The people who
0: want to get started and and don't, you really have no excuse. So it is one or the other. Either you're making excuses or you're making episodes.
1: Oh, I like that. I never heard you say that before. That's good. Okay. I like
0: that. I appreciate that one. Yeah. Uh, and, and and how true is it, right? You're either, there's no middle ground, right? Yeah. So you're either an excuse you, maker or an episode maker. I'll be here right. all day. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the same way, you can't be half pregnant. You can't be a half podcaster.
0: There, there There's truth to that. Now you could be working on your launch mm. indefinitely, sure. Mm-hmm. But at that point, you're not making episodes. So yeah. that only means one thing. Uh, and we've all been there, right? There's no shame in that. You just have to be honest with yourself and figure out what you're doing, how you're going to do it and why you're doing it and make it happen.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Now what, what are some things I think when it is on the go, right? Like, have you ever had to take your show on the road? Now there's one thing where do you have the space for it? Like, where are you going to pop up and do your show? So what are some things that, you know, you're in, uh, it looks like a very fancy room, but you know, if you do have to take your show on the road. What are some like uh fumbles that people might have that they gotta look out for? I think big echoey rooms, right? You know.
0: Sure. Uh if you're doing video, of course, lighting is always a factor. Mm-hmm. You don't want light coming from behind you. This is lighting 101. Mm-hmm. If lighting is only from behind you and, and there's a bright window here, I'm gonna look like I'm in the witness protection program. <laughs> Not gonna look Which
1: maybe at- on the first few episodes, that's the look you need to go for, you know?
0: <laughs> exactly. And uh, it's it's funny because I was um, I was talking to a friend of mine. She wants to start a show and she's very close to launching. And she's not going to do a live component, at least out of the gate. That's not in her plan. So I said, you know where the safety net is? Start recording as many episodes as you can just collect them because you're not going to want to launch in Apple and out of the gate with less than three or five anyway. So you're Mm -hmm. going to have to stockpile them. So stockpile and reassess worst case scenario. If it doesn't come out and you're like listening to the episode with a, with, with a relevant critical ear and you're like, "Mm, that's, I just don't feel comfortable with that one. Mm Mm-hmm. And go back to the guest. Guests are usually more than understanding, especially yeah. if, if they're knowing that uh, this is Brand one of your show. first episodes. Yeah. I personally love being asked as a guest, hey, I'm just starting a show. Would you like to be one of my first guests? Of course I would. What's the difference? Thank yeah. you for asking. Yes, yes, I would. And then if you came back to me and said, that episode was was not my best, I'm probably not going to release it. I'm so sorry. Yep. Maybe down the road when I get a little more comfortable, I'll reach back out. Yeah, great. Please do. No, no worries. No harm, yep. no foul.
1: Yep. Yeah. I think as long as the, there's an expectation ahead of time. I mean, I've even been on shows where the recording got um, lost or or um, uh, messed up. Some the files were messed up or something, and I've had a and they've had to reach out and and say, I'm really sorry. The episode, you know, we, we lost the files, but would you mind, you know, rescheduling and coming back on? Of course. No problem. Yeah. So the,
0: the, have you ever had to take your show on the road? You got to, you know, a mic worst case. You got to splurge for 30, $35 to get a mic temporarily,
1: which now you'll have and as long as it. you have a one day notice, Amazon can get you one.
0: Isn't that crazy, right? Like make sure you're in a, a, a fine room, the backdrop, some lighting
1: and You're good to go and tell, tell all the house guests, Hey, you got to be quiet for the next hour and we're good, right? (laughs) That's it. Have you ever,
0: you, you took, uh, you had a variety of shows in the past. Mm -hmm. They were always in, in this location.
1: They were always in one of my own locations. They were either in my home office or my actual work office. Um, but I would go back and forth. So I would know to, you know, at the time I had a blue snowball mic that had the little desktop stand, and my webcam. So, you know, that just was in my backpack whenever I went back and forth. So my my rig was in, in my backpack at all times. And I actually also keep a little like, I don't know, it was probably ten dollars desktop tripod with a phone uh holder clip
0: because mm.
1: there definitely have been times where we'd be in meetings and we're like, hey, you know what? We should actually just let's just put a video out for this right now where let's go live right now. And we would pop up, you know, put the phone, and this was actually years ago. I would do it from the computer now, but the pop up, put the phone on the, on the desk and go live right from the phone on the tripod. Um, that's one thing I definitely recommend everybody who's making videos. If you're obviously, if you're using your laptop, you don't need a tripod, but if you're doing it from a camera, uh, on your phone, anything longer than an Instagram story, please put it on the tripod.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, that takes us through this episode of the pod max podcast. Let's do a quick recap pro in the know. We spoke about Apple podcasts reached and surpassed 2 million active podcasts which active being defined as any show that has released at least one episode in the past 90 days and come on in the water is still beautiful then in build it and they will come todd tell us what you told us about
1: You said all you need is one listener to really have an impact right on on your audience and on your business so Start that podcast and start putting your message out, and uh, and use the use that podcast as an asset for your business and relationships.
0: And then, and have you ever have you ever taken your show on the road? And how do you deal with that that piece of unknown? Uh, there's there's really no excuse not to fill in the gaps as you need. It's it's uh, affordable. You have your your laptop. You have a place to sit that's half decent and and relevant and. And you're in business. You and know, what that of- just
1: reminded me of is you ever see that meme that says, uh, remember when we used to say BRB? It's like, we don't say that anymore because we're just always here now. <laughs> it's a, you know, you're on, you know, you're on vacation, but you still show up for the show, right? Like, uh, and it's worked into your schedule and all that stuff and not ruining your vacation. But, you mm. know, there, there's, you know, in today's virtual world, it doesn't matter where you're sitting. You know, we're, we're always here for good or bad. (laughs)
0: Speaking of always here, we're going to continue to be here the next hour for the the live viewers on the On Air Brands show. And this is where we would bring in the host of that show, Todd Genitasio, but he happens to already be here. So switch hats for a minute, Todd. Let us know what's coming up the next hour on the On Air Brands live show.
1: So we are going to be talking about how to be a guest And get guest spots on other podcasts. And if you are starting a podcast or have a podcast, one of the best ways to get more subscribers is to go on other shows because podcast listeners listen to podcasts, right? And, um, you know, so that's what we're going to be getting into. How do you find what's what are good shows for you to get on? Uh, how do you connect with those hosts or get, you know, get booked creating those relationships? How do you be a good guest? What should you talk about? How do you come prepared so that you, you know, you're, you're ready to create a great episode with that person. Um, and what do you do post show to make sure that that episode is great. So that's what we're getting into today on the, on the, uh, on air brand show.
0: Sounds good. Uh, as we wrap it up, any any plosives we need to be aware of i'd love to hear in the audience uh if 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 you if you feel that it, i mean they're they're absolutely necessary i mean sure professionally they always seem to be oh no no you
1: absolutely need they it they look they look good they look like you're a professional when you have them up there you know
0: yeah i mean i i use one in every other mic i use don't get me wrong but just today i was like wait what yeah. let me let's do a little experiment we'll see All right. So uh, we're going to do this again, as always, week after week. You can always find the recorded episodes wherever you consume your podcast audio. And until we do it again, remember, you're either making excuses or you're making episodes. Welcome to the PodMax Podcast.